Welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and also trying to figure out how the hell to get one dog, two cats, and three chicks across the river on a raft that you can only bring two animals on at once and have them not kill each other while on shore still are... Vanessa Gale. <laughs> John Lucero. <laughs> Believe me, that was a pain in the ass to figure out how to type that out properly, but... <laughs> What is also on the other side? <laughs> oh well, you know, eh, oof, Jesus, yeah. No, let's let's not add an extra layer of complexity to this thing. So yeah. Anyway, uh, what are we talking about? We are talking about Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva and the uh, logic puzzles that this uh, whole series is uh, famous for and is basically existing for. <sighs> so uh, prior to this, have any of you guys played any of the Professor Layton games? No, I have not. Okay, I played like three puzzles on the first one and was like, "This is not for me. I don't like these puzzles." So, yeah. what are they? Are they okay, are they solely like puzzle games? Like you just go from puzzle to puzzle? Is there like anything in between that you're doing other than just the puzzles? I, I couldn't really tell you for sure because I played like three. Like I said, I did like three puzzles, and that was when the first one came out. I checked mm-hmm. it out from GameStop, and I was like, "Okay, this is okay." Well, it got to like this match stick one, then I was like, I, I'm bored. I'm not doing this. So, I've always been a little curious about them, but I literally, I've never seen them played, so I actually oh, don't okay. know. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember much about them. So, yeah, it, uh, I was like, if I want to do puzzles like these, I'll just go buy Reader's Digest. I'm good. <laughs> It's a, uh, it's a joke. It's a joke for everyone over the age of 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. That's two of us on the podcast, so. <laughs> it's true. Prior to this, did you guys know this existed? I, I would assume not. No. I did not. Yeah, I think I was, like, aware of it just because I was like, oh, that got a movie? Okay, I don't know how you would make that into a movie. And I'm still not 100% sure, but okay. Uh, so this released December 19th in 2009 in Japan and would come out in the UK October 18th, 2010, which was the same time as Professor Layton and the Unwound Future, which is the third game. And in the US, uh, November 8th, 2011, um, it would end up making $7.76 million um, between Japan, Singapore, and t- Taiwan. Beyond that, I don't know how this thing did. So, huh. yeah, so don't it know how it cost so either. So it did come out in theaters. It's a. Uh... Interesting. Yeah. That's a uh, that's pretty much all of the movies that we've seen that are you know Japanese based. They'll come out in theaters and then yeah. we like no nowhere else in theaters in Japan, outside of Japan. So mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. in the UK if it came out in theaters, but yeah, probably not. I just seen. I, I, yeah, I wonder. I wonder what the Japanese the, like. What what qualifies for movies over like going in theaters over there? Like, is it are they just used to this kind of stuff all the time being in theaters? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. you got to think like how many <laughs> anime movies exist. <laughs> yeah, it just exists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, this would never, this would probably never happen in theaters over here. The closest thing I could think of to happening in a theater is at a uh, maybe anime convention. <laughs> and somebody putting it up on a projector. That'd be about the only thing I could think of somebody doing that. Because that was how I saw the uh, Escaflone movie. Somebody, like, I think it was ADV that had translated it. They were at um, the first Otakon I was at, and they played it, like, in a room of maybe the size of, like, a gym, basically like a basketball sized gym. And um, there was like 40 of us watching it. So yeah, it was exciting. Yeah. It was, uh, I want to say kind of sad because I mean, yeah. literally it was like just a half court part portion of it, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And the other half was um, still doing stuff. So you, we were still getting a lot of uh, crowd noise bleeding over while we're trying to watch this movie. <laughs> so how, how was the film? It was fine. 
Okay, good. That's what I, that's, that's the answer I wanted. It was, yeah. uh, right. it was cool because, you know, I got to see it before they actually released it on DVD and stuff out, out in the States, like in English. But beyond that, like, I don't think I'd even watched Escafoni to that point. So I was a little confused, but. I've never seen it. So. It's it's fine. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> that's it's mostly it's most anime. It's fine. You know, it's fine. It's acceptable. Yeah, it's yeah. like I've watched this. I have watched this, and yeah. uh, it was fine. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I would say Escafloni is fine, while the uh, Cowboy uh, Bebop live trailers I've seen are not fine. But yeah, I've only watched the. I've, I've only sort of seen the the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched the next one because people were like, "Oh, I'm so excited for it now!" And I watched, and I was like, hey, boy. "Okay, you know, clearly we have different tastes and expectations from this, but yeah, that's fine. I I hope they enjoy it. That's all I can say." Yes, I will. I will not be partaking. Time is finite, and I don't want to waste my time on that. So, anyway, uh, shall we move on to talking about this thing? This long, surprisingly <laughs> long movie. Well, yeah. I mean, like at least like not too much happened. <laughs> it's like an hour and a, it's like an hour. It's an hour and a half, which is I just feel like a death sentence for these kind of movies for us on these on these um, in this list, right? It's just like you mm. see that and you're like, I already know thirty minutes of this is not going to be necessary. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and there yeah, was literally yeah. about thirty minutes. I would say that is not necessary. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but it's a, I I will counter that there is a lot that happens. It's just I mean the I guess important stuff not. But if you describe like wrote down the plot for this movie, you like, so it's it's insane. Like the plot uh-huh. of this movie is insane. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 I um you know I. I, I did the uh, truncated version still, and it yeah. was still a lot to write. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 funny that we're doing this around the time Squid Game is still popular because this is basically just sure animal. feels like it. Yeah, this is uh, this is very this is very it's a battle it's very battle royale. So you know, except yeah, nobody actually. Well, yeah. <laughs> I will say going into this, I did not expect the direction the movie went in. <laughs> I'll say. All, all the death. <laughs> yeah, I expect the murder in this movie. <laughs> Don't say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it got really dark kind of quickly, and I was like, oh, oh, well, this is, and then it, of course, pulled back on it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it just left me wondering a lot, like, is this what the main games are like, or is this, like, dark? I'd like to have some. I would like to ask someone that had played them before, this is just par for the course, and Professor Layton, like, are they just this kind of fucked, this, like, these this fucked up, but they just kind of, like, don't acknowledge how fucked up it is? <laughs> they just kind of accept it? Hmm. Now, are we talking about the animation style being fucked up? Because goddamn, pick pick a choice, like pick a choice in your uh, like your characterization as far as like just looks go. Like, dear God, they're just all I, over the place. Yeah, the the Layton design is he's all chin. First of all, there's a lot uh-huh. of chin going on there, and then no eyeballs. You know, nope. yeah, just just pupils, mm-hmm. which is. Which is fine in a sense. If like if if other, I don't like it. But it'd be okay. It'd be a little more okay if every other character looked like that. But he's the only uh-huh. character that looks like that, which makes it yeah. stand out. Really, he's he's he looks like he doesn't belong with everyone else in the. In I, the I, I would argue that everyone looks like they don't belong in the same movie together. And there's a lot of distinct. They gave him a lot of distinct designs, at least. You know. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it just even just the eyes. Like some of the characters, like they're uh, just it's like the wild variation in the eye design is just, yeah. it just, yeah. Through a lot of the, like even the first like 20 minutes of this, I was like, God, it's just like, everybody feels like somebody, like they had like 12 different character designers come in and threw in characters into this movie. They just had to make them work somehow. That's kind of the vibe I got immediately. I was like, boy, this is, this is going to be rough for me. Yeah. What was your favorite? What was your guys' favorite character design out of all of them? There's quite a few. 
You don't remember the names. Just tell me which one of it is, because I don't remember the names either. I would have to say the cop, because the weird chest hair thing going on there. That chest hair is intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, like the, I like the villain's Phantom of the Opera vibes. <laughs> I was expecting him to rip off his costume and be that guy from the beginning of the movie. That I, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in a, in a Dr. Wily style thing. Um I, I liked the giant nose for the, so- the soccer player, the football player. Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. I liked his in his we- in his weird like sort of afro. Yeah, that guy. I did like when he rolled up his pant leg and showed his scars yes. on his <laughs> knee. I was like, yeah. oh, the golden leg. It's not so golden anymore. Whatever the hell he <laughs> said, because. What really wasn't paying that much attention. Yeah, lots of angry people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't make a lot of notes on the side characters on this because there were there was a lot going on as far as the just the main characters and trying to figure out like who was who and what was going on and what was it just there was a lot. So a lot of the side characters are gonna fall by the wayside. Yeah, they all have name they all have names, of course, and they all also have very distinct jobs and they're like really um affluent individuals for the most part. Like I wanna say like they're all like one guy is the world fleet commander of something, which is, which is quite mm-hmm. the title. I will say, I, I, I honestly could not tell you the name of any of them. For the, I mean, uh, Amelia, the blonde girl, because they, because she's important at the end. I remember that her name. Uh, that's about it. And of course, yeah. like the the main, and, and then the main. I remember the main characters' names, the main, the ones that are on screen the most. But yeah, the, the side character. There's so many side characters. They they all have distinct looks, but they're all. Uh, pretty one note, strangely. Yeah, and I don't think Amelia really comes into play as far as like you thinking she's important until I would say like what oh, the yeah. last half, like twenty minutes of the movie. You're like, oh, I guess I should have been paying attention to her because, dear God, <laughs> oh my God, the last twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I kind of checked out and was like playing Pokemon Go in the middle of it and just like, okay, I, 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 I need to just mentally take a break from this because it was just a lot. And I'm like, I expected this movie to be over, and I'm like, I went to pause it to see how much longer it had. I was like, there's still like 25 minutes of this thing. Why? And yeah, there was a point when there's a when there's 40 minutes left in the movie. I'm like, how is there 40 minutes left in this movie? And then like, yeah, it just like shit hits. Shit, it, goes off, it goes off the rails <laughs> even more at the end. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, it literally felt like they had a good out at some point, and then it was like, oh, oh, there's there's more. And I think it was when I paused it. I was like, oh, okay, it must be nearing the end. Oh, my God, there's 25 minutes left. Holy shit, okay. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> yeah, speaking of, maybe, maybe we should get on the actual discussion here, so. It won't take us too long, right? Uh, We'll see. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so uh, taking place after the second game, Professor Layton and his, um, as we're reminded, every 45 seconds or so, Apprentice number one, Luke, uh, think back about the case that they solved earlier where the guy used an umbrella as a helicopter to try to escape. I, th- that was... Remember that crazy time? <laughs> They're reminiscing about this fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, it, he jumped off and I thought the umbrella, like, just went in, um, you know, just inside out or whatever, like, broke. And then it turns into a little helicopter and then he flies away. And I'm like, what the hell? Okay. He didn't, he didn't even go that high. Like, I feel no. like they could have caught him easily. Like they could, like he could, like they could have just gone to the other side of town and waited and I <laughs> he mean, ran. Out of all, gas. I mean, all they had to do was be an American cop. They would just shot him out of the sky. So yeah, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, if only they were in America, not in Britain. Yeah. 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 Also, I will say Luke has strong Ash energy in this movie. From my from my perspective, he gives me a lot of Ash vibes, not, which is not a compliment if you know me. No. So he's a... yeah, I agree with that sentiment. Also, like, yeah. um, I was hopeful at this point. I was like, maybe this will be like Inspector Gadget. This seems kind of fun. 
I feel, I feel like the, if, if this movie could have been fun and they just took it in such a strange direction that got away from like the puzzle part of Professor Layton. I just feel like the puzzles weren't very fun, really. You know? No, like, no. Yeah. But I mean, I how could, do you... That, that, I think that was the issue that I was yeah. like having when I knew this existed. It was like, how do you even make that work, you know? Yeah, I, I thought there yeah. was like... A, I, I, I thought it'd be like a murder mystery thing, kind of, honestly. That might be a way to make it work. But, uh, we'll have to keep this movie in mind and watch Phoenix right and see how they compare. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Uh, Leighton gets invited by Janice Quatlane, a former student of his. Yeah. I, I had to write these names out. I'm like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, uh, to watch her perform at an opera. It takes place at the Crown Patone. Am I saying that right? I forgot. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. Crown Patone okay. sounds right. Okay. It's a uh, fancy, even for an opera house, uh, opera house built right off the cliff edge on the coast, which comes important here in a minute. Uh, the <laughs> opera centers around the lost civilization of Ambrosia, effectively an analog for Atlantis, and Ambrosia <laughs> also happens to mean immortality in Greek, and is a food that only the gods in Greek and Roman mythology are able to eat. So, you know, yep. kind of hitting you over the head there a little bit with it. Uh, anyway, a uh, long story longer, uh, when the Queen of Ambrosia returns, the lost civilization of Ambrosia will return as well, is the whole thing behind that story. So Now, here's where things start getting confusing. So Janice tells Leighton that she suspects that the recent disappearances of girls in London and the opera are connected. The composer of the opera, Oswald Whistler, adopted a young girl who claims to be his deceased daughter, Melina. He plays the entirety of the opera on a thing called the Detragon. I think of it as like a one-man band orchestra, but a, on a giant organ. Yeah. So, it's a lot. yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, it seems excessive. Like, they just for real, like, you could have just recorded a symphony and have then do no, okay, that's fine. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, the opera finishes, and a marionette comes out and tells the crowd that they uh, now have to compete with each other for an elixir of eternal life. Yeah, the catch being that everyone else dies. Uh, a few of these people are like, no, I don't really care, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with dying eventually, but not right now. Uh-huh. Um, and they end up getting uh, the floor comes out from underneath them, and they uh, well, apparently die. Yeah, so, a lot of there's a lot of trap floors in this in this in this, in this uh, opera house. So um, many, so many. Yeah, everywhere is a trap floor, which is really, really, uh, really horrible. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's like there's no safe place. So, to stay so, so I was wondering if they were gonna uh, like say like show the people that had fallen and stuff, and all the different times, like in the end, like being like helped off by like paramedics or something but no they're just dead i'm pretty sure they're all dead like literally everyone dies that they, they just... can't getting um they're, they're in those subs that uh pout them out onto the beach later on yeah yeah no they're, oh. they're all alive yeah they're okay. all alive so I I that's what i was saying dead. before I thought they were definitely dead oh, i just missed for that sure. then i missed that oh, it's, it it's like okay that's <laughs> okay i mean it went by so fast in this like little tv scene where his assistant or whatever is like watching it and then runs off like it, it's literally about four or five seconds so if you had like blinked or looked away or said something to your wife while watching this you would have missed it entirely so <laughs> all three things probably happened yeah <laughs> so. yeah. <laughs> yeah so inspector Grosky, a weirdly designed cop with a chest hair protruding out from his collared shirt which is also like i'd say like a third of the way down his chest with hey, he's got a very weird design if um if you're, if you're curious what the hell I'm talking about, because I don't think I'm doing a very good job describing it, just Google him and see what I'm talking about. It is really weird. It's a strange design. Yeah, very very thin legs, very stout body, and a lot of chest hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would think a collared shirt that you know he's wearing a tie with would cover the chest hair, or at least a good chunk of it. But nope, nope, nope. He's got, like, I wouldn't even say a tuft. I mean, there is just a partial mane sticking out there. Yeah, it's green, too. Yeah, it's not great looking, so. 
<sighs> All right, yeah, I assume he's a current character in the games, but yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, you can't arrest a marionette. Some he learned how to be a cop in America. Doesn't know how to arrest people properly. So the opera house turns into a ship and then uh, steams away with sharks with clown party cats on their noses. I don't know what that was they, about. That's never explained, is it? I, no, I, like it's no. just like. I assume that's how they were controlling the sharks to make them show up, but uh, that's... That's how they were yeah. like, weird sharks. <laughs> I mean, th- this whole world does have weird designs for everything, so I thought maybe that was the case too, but I thought like, oh, maybe they're just chumming the water near, but they keep going and going and the sharks stay there. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, clearly they're being controlled. And then the wolves here in a bit are controlled too, so there's something with that, but they they weren't wearing the party hats, so I don't know what was going on. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, they have to solve a number of logic puzzles, the last one being to look at the biggest crown they can find. Uh, the ship is the answer to that, so a few people get on lifeboats to go look at it. And then the ship blows up, but two submarines from it leave, and with all the participants that fail on board as it blows up. Um, seems like it's a very, lot of... It's very dark. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really fucked up. That was a <laughs> lot of money and a lot of effort for three puzzles. Yeah, not even like elaborate puzzles, really. One no. just look look up and then and was it swim out? Basically, what was the what was the third one? What was the first puzzle? Well, the first one was look up. The second one because the first one was look at the or the uh, oldest oh, thing yeah. you can see. And then yeah, and so, what the hmm. hell was the second one? I'm th- I think that was just, I think that was just the the crown. I think it just uh, I think they just had a Yoda <laughs> Yeah. What was that, Ness? There were only two? <laughs> yeah, there Maybe might have been only two. two. Oh, shit. Okay, well, that was a whole hell of a lot of... Okay. I anyway. think there's only four puzzles total. I think you're right. But wasn't the fourth puzzle just the baskets? No, the fourth puzzle was, was the door. I'm pretty sure that was... The, oh, like, pick, right, pick, pick right. The door. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Shows how memorable they are. And again, I'm not a big fan of logic puzzles, so like all of this stuff, I'm just like, okay, that's great. I enjoy yeah. logic puzzles, and I solved a couple of them on my own, uh, but it's just, they weren't, they didn't feel satisfying. I was like, that's kind of easy, honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the yeah. star one I figured out, the, the, the wolf cage one I figured out, and I was just like, okay, like I, I think I figured out the crown thing because I was like, well, that ship was kind of, yeah, I like figured, one. Uh, yeah, I figured out that one, and then, I mean, the door one I probably could have figured out if I actually tried. It was, uh, they were they were pretty lame puzzles. Yeah, which again, like I said, it's um, a lot of those puzzles that the the one I described in the intro, and then the the matchstick one, like those were like two of the three puzzles I did within the first like half hour or 15 minutes or whatever of the first professor Layton. And I was like, I don't want to play this. This is not what I'm, this is not what I play video games for. So, <laughs> Oh, anyway, let's move on. So the survivors arrive in an Island that one of the remaining participants, uh, amateur historian, Marco Brock, uh, deduces that they, they must be on Ambrosia. A pack of wolves attacks them. And, uh, this turns out to be another puzzle. And Leighton, Luke, and Janice are separated from the others. They make up uh, some bullshit helicopter out of a bunch of stuff they find in a shed. Um, yes, I saw the chainsaw. <laughs> I saw a chainsaw in there, and I thought, oh, shit, Leighton's going to cut the wolves in half with that. And this is kind of badass, but eh, alas. It, no, it, he it, made a bullshit helicopter. <laughs> I would almost call it a whirly copter with yeah, how stupid it was. Gig. Yeah. Oh, all right, they arrive at the castle on the island, solve the final puzzle, except Leighton goes off in a different direction from Luke and the others, meaning that if Leighton had actually gotten it right... 
and the series had any balls to it, he would have just let Luke and the others walk off to their deaths. I thought he did. First, uh, first of all, I thought, because every time Luke said some shit in this movie, like, Layton's like, oh, that's a good idea, but you're wrong, dumbass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, like, <laughs> I really thought he, cause Luke is, like, so proud of this idea. I thought Layton was just going to smile at him and go, actually, it's this door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because Luke is worthless. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He tries. He got the crown thing right. He needs to like learn how to keep like his voice down. I mean, for a ten-year-old, I guess he's not bad at logic puzzles. You know. No, the only one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but uh, Emmy is the only one worth any worth a damn, and uh, other than Layton, you know, she she gets stuff done. Also, she shits on Luke at one point at the beginning of the movie. I forgot what she said, but they were in the car, and she just like roasted his ass, and uh, yeah, that was funny. Uh, yeah, that's his act. That's his assistant, not his apprentice. So yeah, they, yeah, they, um, I guess screw with each other with that, or he she screws with him more. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You're picking on a ten year old. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, good. She's, yeah, it was really fucked up. It was, yeah, uh, <laughs> somebody's damaged. I'm like, oh wow, you get your yeah. jollies by picking on ten year olds. Good for you, bitch. <laughs> so he's super yeah. annoying though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he very... he was yes, but no, but when you're an adult and you start annoying. picking on a ten year old, it's like okay, that's kind of yeah. like good for you. Congratulations. I, so you're saying I, I shouldn't pick on ten year olds even if they're annoying? Uh, yeah, yeah. You can just ignore them. They're ten. They're you know they're ten year olds. Like who cares? I feel, like, really? Luke, I feel like Luke tries his damnedest not to be ignored though. You know, I feel like he get <laughs> craves attention. Yeah, yeah. But that's a good way to uh, show them like you don't care, and they'll find they'll they'll try to find attention elsewhere if you just ignore them. So. I've had to do that with a few kids at a birthday parties before with mine, so it's just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, anyway, let's 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 go on here. So, uh, Leighton finds a room with Melina Whistler's stuff. That's uh, the opera guy's uh, daughter, and talks with Melina after he sees her having an argument with herself. So, and oh man, this is this is just about where shit hits the fan. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. This oh man. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the group arrives at the final room and then are caged. Uh, Jean Descol, uh, Leighton, and Luke's nemesis quote-unquote, I guess, uh, reveals himself to be the master behind behind the whole thing as they're being led off to surely be murdered. Inspector Groski and Leighton's assistant Emmy uh, Altava show up and help free them, and um, Emmy, I, I think in, like, the scene I enjoyed the most, she kicks one of the uh, henchmen, like, right in the nuts, and the uh, inspector, like, kind of holds his, like, hand up to his mouth, like, oh, oh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Emmy recognizes Melina as one of the girls who went missing in London. Um, then Amelia is declared the winner by Oswald and forces her into a machine connected to the one-man band Detragon. He tells her that there's no elixir of eternal life. No shit. Uh, but Leighton and company show up to save the day. Leighton explains that the Detragon is actually a machine that can copy personalities and memories and then put them into another person. This is what happened to Nina, the girl that's been acting like Melina. And then Whistler plans uh, to now do that to Amelia, one of the contestants. Right. That's right. She's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, just making sure I'm on the uh, same page. Here, so. I was that little girl pretending to be Melina. Melina. I thought she was. Did they cover that? I thought yeah, she no, wasn't. She... I, I thought she was like split, like had a split personality situation. I I, yeah, she, yeah. Split personality situation. No, Jan, Janice does. Well, we haven't gotten to that yet, but she's like, I think she got the full. The machine actually worked on her, or something. I, I don't. Did they use the machine on her? Was that? Did I actually? Yes. Did that happen? Okay, yeah. The, it actually worked on her. It didn't fully work on the little girl. For, I think is the issue. I think the little girl was the initial step. She was the experiment, and it didn't quite work because the split personality thing. Like her personality, Nina's personality was still there, while Molina's was in there as well. So there's multiple Molinas in this movie too. 
Okay, that's why I was confused. It's really, yeah. it's, it's insane. It's, yeah. like, it, it's like the, it, there's so much, and they don't really touch on how fucked up it is ever either. No. It, yeah. It's, uh, like they kind of just let the, let the dude off at the end too for his fucked up kidnapping children and putting his daughter inside of them mm-hmm. thing you yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that will have no ramifications long term for their psyches. <laughs> Oh, anyway, yeah, so it uh, turns out Janice had this happen too, um, but Melina took control so she could get Leighton involved to stop her dad. So Janice had this happen already, and the whole time this has been Melina acting to get um, Leighton to basically counteract her father from doing this to other people. So Janice has effectively not been in the movie throughout this whole thing, near as I can tell. Like, Melina's been in control the whole time. Yeah. So, and they and they show that some they by doing flashbacks of showing Melina sitting there with them, which doesn't really help at all. Honestly, that doesn't really that no. felt unnecessary. Honestly, there is no need to show that. Um, but yeah, Melina was there the whole time, even though she was still in Janice's body. Yeah, and she was also in Nina's body too. So, huh? So confusing. They shouldn't have done that. There should only be one one ghost spirit. There shouldn't be any ghost spirits. That should not have been the plot, but you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so, Dreskull, the surprise of surprises, wasn't actually helping Whistler out of the goodness of his heart. Uh, his real goal was to use Melina's singing voice to uh, raise Ambrosia by playing the Song of the Stars and Song of the Sea. Uh, songs that were on the stone seal that they saw when they first got to the island. Uh, doesn't work. Dreskull gets pissed, and then the castle turns into a giant robot because, of course, it did. I know, like, what the fuck, man? What is it? Like, every every anime thing we gotta get in this movie? Like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Alright, uh, rather than do it the right way now, he's just gonna dig up Ambrosia with the robot. Um, seems like if he thought that this was gonna work in the first place, he should have just done that. But, yeah, anyway. Uh, the castle is called the uh, Detra Giganto. Um, something I will not be saying for the rest of this podcast, so let's just move on. I'm not, I'm not repeating that word. So You, can't, you don't want to say Detroit multiple times? No, 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 no. I'm done. I'm done. Anyway, uh, hey, guess what? That bullshit helicopter Leighton made earlier that uh, got destroyed, it's back somehow. Yep, to fight the Detroit Giganto. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they use it to fly back onto the moving castle. Uh, no, not that moving castle. Oh, the Detroit Giganto. Uh, uh, to save Melina, uh, Luke rescues her from Deskull, uh, and Deskull knocks her off the castle. Uh, Leighton and Deskull have a sword fight. Well, Leighton uses a pipe, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, Leighton tells Deskull that he missed a song, the Song of the Sun. Melina sings it while Leighton controls the castle, and Ambrosia rises out of the sea. Deskull gets pissed again, throws his sword at the controls, and the castle goes out of control. Leighton, Luke, and Melina get away while Deskull falls off the edge of the castle. Surely dead, but of course, not actually like everyone else in this movie who was surely dead. What a paragraph. <laughs> what, a, what a sequence of events you just described yes i i surmise that as best i could spread out over time yeah. yes yeah 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 i i surmise that i think as best as you humanly can the movie unfortunately did not but yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway uh, melina says goodbye to her father and lets janice uh, have her body back uh, how considerate of her leighton concludes that eternal life is really the friends we made along the way i mean uh ambrosia lives forever in the telling of the tale of their queen uh, Luke asks if Melina was the reincarnation of the Queen of Ambrosia, and Luton says that Ambrosia would return when its queen did, so yes. And then oh, there's some post-credit sure. sequence that I can't remember. That It's yeah. it just a bunch of pictures of, like, basically the movie. Yeah. Like, oh, no, no, the, there, there's something that happens at the very, very end of that sequence. Like, one of the characters comes in to uh, the 
I guess their office that um, Leighton and Luke are in while they're listening to a record, and then they go run off. So yeah, I don't really it, care. It doesn't matter. It, no, it, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, it literally served no purpose at all. So they were listening to the Eternal Diva on vinyl soundtrack. No, so. no one went to jail for this, by the way. No. <laughs> well, they did. Try, they did. They did try to arrest. Um, or arrest. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the father. They did. And then yeah, yeah. Because remember, he he asked if he could play no, one more song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming he ended up going to jail after that, but Deskull got away. So, but yeah, oh, good, so. he deserves to go to jail. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for a very, very long time. He's a monster. So anyway, um, all right, guys. So let's uh, let's let's talk any positive points that we. I think I think we can all probably agree we enjoyed the music. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's. I assume it's from the games. You know, it's uh, or at least some of it. I didn't really like the opera songs. I didn't think those were very I, good. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm not a fan of opera to begin with, and then when you get kind of like, eh, let's say, budget-tier opera to begin with, it's like, okay, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all the uh, symphony stuff was really pretty. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, I noticed the soundtrack for the movie, you know, which is, you don't always say that about movies. Yeah, so. yeah and also, I think um, I think because we were watching it on YouTube, I think it was mixed kind of. Yeah, the, mix, the YouTube mix was poor, I will say. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. volume was yeah. all over the place. Yeah, I, I oftentimes had to crank the volume up so I could hear what the hell they were saying because also, um, you know, I'm old and wear headphones an awful lot because of three podcasts and then I wear them at uh, work too. So my hearing isn't great at times. So I was like, what the hell are they saying? What the hell are they saying? What the hell are they saying? Because normally I watch them through the subtitles and the uh, captioning on YouTube is spotty at best. It, it, was, it was all right. I just had the captions on. Um, and yeah, I knowing that they were probably, but it wasn't, they were actually pretty okay. Um, and most of the time you could make out uh, what word they were trying, what it was going for if it had a, the wrong word in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, the volume, I constantly turning it up and down throughout the movies is one of those because the explosive scenes are, they're just like be random sh- uh, lengths of time where it was super loud and then it was super quiet. So yeah, pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't, uh, wasn't, yeah. And then just the mix on the music seemed to overpower everything else sometimes. It's like, oh, you pull this yeah. back a little bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure, you know, it's, not, yeah. not sure if it's all just YouTube. You know, I'm sure it is probably all just from YouTube. Uh, yeah. Hopefully it'll I mean, mix better yeah. when in theaters. Yeah, I <laughs> would so. hope so. Yeah. 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 I mean, we could always buy the Blu ray and find out, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Surely we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. You must oh. not have that goes, Jason. No, I, I will not. Thank you. <laughs> so. <laughs> I buy some bullshit on Blu-ray, but I'm not buying this. So, um, anything else positive you guys have to say about this? I, 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 I guess the character designs are distinct, but I wasn't a fan of any of them, so I don't know if uh, that's really a plus. I, I didn't mind the character designs. I, I liked um, some of them, and I didn't really care that they were too different as a group. The detective um, was pretty cool, like the detective. I, I kind of liked that they tried to characterize. Like I said, they, they're all. They, it didn't really work super well. I did appreciate them trying to give like a little background to every one of the characters they had in this movie and uh, why they were doing what they were doing. Uh, yeah, you know. yeah. Again, something we completely brushed over because not really integral to the plot, but yeah. They but they do give every everyone that's you know, reasoning for why they're trying to get this elixir for eternal mm-hmm. life, the ambrosia. Yeah. Um, Even though they had no idea they were actually going to get it when they got there. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, wait, so why is this guy here then in the first place? OK. Yeah, it's, it was. Um, yeah. I think my least favorite character design was Janice, like her ne- like, like just the way her head and neck was kind of positioned on her body. She reminded me very much of E.T. Yeah, her and uh, 
the other um the rich the actress what's or, or that lady too had the same that a similar design also amelia had that design too a lot of the women had a lot of women had, had that design um yeah it, it was it was some somewhere harder to tell because of the hairstyle but a lot of the, the majority of them had that weird design choice yeah. the et designs yeah where their neck is like at the very back of their head yeah like a rug rat yeah Oh, all right. Uh, anything else positive, guys? Um, I didn't. I mean, like, I like the idea of this movie. I thought it had like a good moments. I like a good murder mystery. The yeah, execution I, wasn't the best. Yeah, I, I, I see. I see a good. I, I can read this premise out loud, and it's fun. It's it's fun and ridiculous to me, and I like that. But watching it and unfold was not it was just it actually was not so i can't you know it's kind of like a half and half um and i think i think it was animated well i think it looked it was animated pretty well you know i thought it looked pretty nice uh yeah it looks fine yeah yeah yeah, so and uh, it wasn't like hop here or anything but it looked it was solid and uh the background and everything looked nice there's a lot of color in there which was nice too um it was it was um kind of washed out but it was still it's still like colorful at least yeah yeah okay uh let's move on to the negative oh, and, and the vo- i thought the oh. voice acting was pretty good too i'll see oh so, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 they oddly used like all british voice actors too for this because it was uh localized in the in the uk yeah and it's, it's late late they stuff takes place in the uk too doesn't it isn't that like the yeah it takes place yeah. in a in a like place where old technology doesn't really just get obsolete and go away it just continues to stick around because you, you see like the i guess look of leighton and you expect oh this is like you know late 1800s and it there's a tv like tv exists in this world <clears throat> so yeah it's weird i just yeah uh anyway um okay anything else i like the castle robot did you ringo what it was called the, the giganto <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind yeah. of enjoyed that. It, it got like a, not that this is a good thing um, for most people, but like Wild Wild West vibes with that giant spider. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The ultimate compliment. I like old books in the movies. It's my weakness. Hey, it's a. I I do like the design. I don't like the robot in the movie, but I think it's a fun. It was a fun enough design. I guess it was. Uh, yeah. It just. It, when it happened, instead of me laughing and being like, "Holy shit, this is movie's insane," I was just like, "What the fuck?" It's. Uh, I don't know. It just. It missed that sweet spot of just a fun ridiculous somehow. I don't. It's yeah. hard to explain. I guess. And, and some things like some things actually hit it. Like the crown boat was kind of fun. Yeah, that was unexpected. It was a lot. There's a lot of that was unexpected <laughs> in this movie. A whole yeah. lot of that. That was, uh, which is, I guess, good. It was. Yeah. It kept me on my toes the whole time I was watching it. Right. I, I think being on your toes might be a bit of an overstatement, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kept, yeah, it just like I didn't. Maybe. I never knew exactly what direction this thing was going to go. And, and yeah. uh, when, when I then when I did, it it went it went hard left. It was yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say maybe maybe your calves are slightly raised, not on your yeah. toes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else positive to say personally. So um, negative stuff. Anything like really stand out for you guys? Uh, for me, it's like just the juxtaposition of character designs. I just I just don't like that. They just felt like, again, like 12 different character designers. That, but again, that's just me is like an aesthetic thing. It just kind of drove me nuts. Uh, I didn't like Luke at all. I think that's kind yeah. of. Uh, that, I don't know if that's the movie's fault. It might just be like the character just sucks in general. But uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's the way yeah. that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I already talked about like the puzzles are very disappointing in a movie. In a movie based on a, a game that's all puzzles, is it just wasn't. They weren't very fun. You know, in a movie full of a lot of fun things, the puzzles were uh, like a lot of fun idea, fun ridiculous, insane ideas. The puzzles were very tame. Yeah, I hate Luke so much. The length. <laughs> Very long. Yeah, I think that was another thing I disliked. It was like, right as like it ended, it felt like like at the hour, like five mark, and it kept going. I was like, yeah, oh. It could, it could have ended a I, long time ago. Yeah, 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 an hour would have been. I, a lot of these video game movies don't need to be as long as they are. The majority of them don't. don't the vast, vast majority of them don't earn the length that they are. So No. No, unfortunately, yeah. There's just so much of this where it's like I, you, I, I guess I can see occasionally, like you know, like I'll cut a scene out here and there, you know, maybe trim off five minutes or so. But like in not regular movies, but like I think the director's cut of um, Terminator Salvation is like a minute longer, maybe a minute and a half longer, where it's just like a couple little dialogue things that they cut, which seems like a ridiculous choice to begin with. It's like at that point, just leave the fucking things in. But anyway, that whole ending sequence, like I just felt like it was just there to sort of, oh, okay, well, I don't think the twist was big enough. So let's add another twist on top of yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think the body swapping twist was big enough. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, my, I, that's my biggest issue with the movie, I guess, uh, is like I, you put this script in front of me on paper and like I'm like what the fuck <laughs> and uh, and like you're watching it and as I describe it like you know I like I like fun ridiculous shit I, I have fun watching batshit stuff happen like I'm a Metal Gear fan for egg for God's sakes mm-hmm. like uh, batshit over the top stuff is like my my thing and but for some reason and it, it might just be the energy that this like Professor Layton as a series like a series might just give off it's just kind of it's too dull. Like it doesn't, yes. like it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't feel like it's having fun with how ridiculous it is at all. It just kind of happens and no one really acknowledges it ever in any way. That's fun. I guess it's just kind of, it's just very low energy for a thing that's is like involves, um, fucking body swapping, dead, dead daughters, um, squid game, battle Royale style, um, death traps and, um, mechs. <laughs> like yeah. you, you put that on paper and you're like yeah fuck it, i'll watch that movie yeah it sounds <laughs> cool and then you watch this and you're like oh fuck i watched that movie okay yeah yeah and it's what it's relatively well made and everything like for and especially for this list but yeah it's just dull yeah, yeah. i think i i think when we talked um talked about this maybe in discord before we um started recording this like when we were doing the test for it I, I think I described this like I have a feeling this thing is going to be just a bland, rather inoffensive and dull movie. And I think that's exactly where we kind of landed with it. Yeah. And um, like with the and the, but if you told me the plot beforehand, I'm like, there's no way that's going to be there's no way that can be boring or. It's yeah. just, and uh, it might be bad. I can't tell you it's going to be, be good, but at least I won't be bored. Um, but yeah, it was kind of I didn't hate watching it, but I'm never going to watch it again. No, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I felt the same way. I didn't hate it, but Jesus, like, I don't ever feel the need to watch this again because it was, it was just, uh, it, I, dull. Like, it, and it didn't even have the gumption to be aggressively dull. You know, it was just like, eh, this is yeah. kind of boring. Okay. Like, yeah. I guess we should move on to talking about ranking this thing. I guess we should probably look like somewhere in the middle here because that feels about right. Because, yeah. again, it's yeah. just, it's, it exists. It's fine. I don't regret watching it but i'm also never going to recommend this thing to anybody mm. i liked it personally better than dragon quest you liked it better than dragon quest yeah. i'm gonna disagree i'm gonna disagree with that i'd rather watch dragon quest again than this honestly i'd rather watch doom than this movie personally but it's <laughs> that's, that's just me though um it's a weird it's weird there's, there's some movies in there that i also rather watch this thing yeah yeah. Um, but rather watching versus how good they are yeah. are two different things. Yeah. So yeah, like Dragon Quest, like that. That's like I think like I don't know. It's a faster movie, but like so much happens in Dragon uh, Quest. Actually, this is like, kind of I'm like a, has a continuous plot. <laughs> I might be, actually, I might, I might be with Vanessa. I might actually like this more than Dragon Quest. I really didn't like Dragon Quest that much at all. Um, it made me want to play Dragon Quest Five, but yeah. yeah. The, but, okay, does this make you want to play Professor Layton at all? A little bit. It's just, I'm, it's just I'm curious as to uh, mm. is it is it always this nuts? Like is this just part of the like, yeah? Is it like is that like normal or is this movie just bad Good shit? Point. <laughs> yeah, is it like? Um, but yeah, Dragon Quest Five. It made me want to play it in spite of itself because I feel like it was a really bad selling point for Dragon Quest Five. Yeah. Like, well, and uh, I think I think the problem with Dragon Quest, your story, was that it yeah. this was for a movie that people had who had already played Dragon Quest Five. Yeah, and. Um, that's fine, you know. That's it's it's okay. It's just I feel like you should still kind of be. I feel like they just missed based on what our conversation. They just missed a lot of the important, a lot of important stuff that would have made oh, yeah. it better yeah. for both both part viewing parties. You know, so yeah, yeah. And it just I just don't think it's possible to surmise a thirty to forty five hour RPG in an hour and forty minutes. You know, it's just no. it's just especially with a crazy ass twist like that. No, most likely not. Um. Yeah, personally, I put this like above Dragon Quest, but under Tales of Asperia. I agree, Vanessa. Actually, yeah, I think it's a good spot for it. Okay. Wonderful. Easy peasy. All right. Well, there we go. We have our new number twenty-four, Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva. Congratulations, Professor Layton, the Eternal Diva, for being the twenty-fourth greatest video game movie ever made, as of December nineteenth, two thousand nine. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, we'll, we'll stress sort of. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah. it's funny, especially as it as it goes above Dragon above Dragon Quest. That's funny. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Personally, like I would put this lower, but yeah, I can't argue with the science. Like it just, it just, I don't know. I, I I guess I I have more nostalgia and interest in Dragon Quest than you guys do, so that would put it above it for me. Like I like British stuff. Downton Abbey is like one of my favorite shows. Um, I'm in the middle of watching this this horror anthology series called The Terror. And I'm digging that, and it's all British people. I feel like when British stuff um, or stuff that's supposed to take in, take place in Britain misses the mark, it just really misses the mark for me. Yeah, I just I I felt like Dragon Quest just in all aspects. I was just not a fan. Like it didn't, I didn't like it looked very good. I didn't like the story. I didn't like I liked the I liked the like outline of the story, but not the one they delivered fully in the ending. I also didn't like. Yeah. It was just it was like. Yeah. No, that's what yeah. I mean. I'm saying, like, yeah. from a personal perspective, this does nothing for me because I have no interest in Professor Layton at all. Like, this made me not want to play them at all just because of the character <laughs> designs. I'm like, if this is what the character designs look like in the game, like, I I just do not like that um, much of a differentiation between the way all the characters looked. Yeah, I just, I think the only one that bothered me was Professor Layton's design. I think that was the only one, only one that was, like, 
you know, like this, like he just looks completely out of place to me. <laughs> um, but they are, they're very, you know, they're very distinct character designs for sure. They're, oh, they're uh, distinct. Yeah. I just don't think yeah. they're good. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. But I think it's in a, in that, in the, I think it's good in the area it's in of, the, of this mm-hmm. list, regardless of where we all feel exactly where it should be. I feel like it's in a good region, at least. I feel like it fits right in with everything around it. Yeah. Um, I agree. All yeah. right. Okay, well, that'll end this episode of Multimedia Failure. Um, I guess we maybe should mention what we're actually going to watch next time, which I don't think is going to be the one with our guest yet, so that would be... Uh, Dante's Inferno, an animated epic. Oh, my God. I hope you guys are ready for this. Oh, no. <laughs> Dante's Inferno. Oh, swell. I'm looking okay, forward to this. Well, I'm looking forward to the one after that, sort of. I'm sure it'll be fine. Mark yeah. Hamill is in this movie. As, who does he voice? The Joker? Alighiero. Perfect. Is he Dante out? No, he's, he's, not, he's not Dante, is he? Graham McTavish is Dante. Okay. I know that name. Yeah, I do too. This is actually pretty good, guys. Yeah, I'm... That's, I mean, there was a lot of... There was a lot of uh, ads behind Not His Inferno when it was coming. Oh out. yeah, they they, of... they pushed the hell out of that thing. Yeah, so I, I, it's not surprising actually. Now that I think about it, that they would have a. Cause they were they were yeah they were really wanting this thing to do well. Yeah, I played it. It was a pretty mm, I played, fine. I played the demo. Fine game. So. And as someone who likes those kind of games, it did not. I didn't. I didn't feel the need to uh, have to play the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I just I played it and was like, oh, this was fine. I don't like Bayonetta at all. The just the. Mm-hmm. The whole thing, like, is just never appealed to me. And playing Dante's Inferno, I was like, oh, this is fine, I guess. It just, I don't it, know. Like, it's more uh, God of War in the God of War vein than it is in the, in the on the Bayonetta side. Um, which, it, But that's like, that's like a techni- technical minutia that doesn't really matter. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, I mean, that, that that's yeah. like comparing, like, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 versus like, King of Fighters 2003, you know? It's like, yeah. okay, well, that's, a, that's, that's somebody who's in the weeds on this genre will yeah. give a shit about, but your average yeah. person who just plays these sort of things, or just is going to casually yeah. play these sort of things, isn't going to yeah. give a shit about. Yeah. Anyway, that'll wrap up this episode. So, uh, if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash gamesandjunk. Over there, you can kick in a dollar and get a uh, hearty thank you, and eventually we're going to figure out some uh, some kind of rewards here for mm-hmm. that tier, because, um, yeah, we're on Discord now. If you're interested in joining our Discord, you can just uh, drop us a line on Twitter and let us know, and we'll probably invite you in, because we're just figuring this thing out. So, if uh, you're one of those people that wants to hop on our Discord for whatever reason, hop on in. We'll... We'll, we'll chat along with you, I guess. I know. John, yeah. John's going to be handling that for the most part because I don't know what the hell's going on. So, yeah, it'll be. We'll we'll uh, we'll have fun. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah, so. yeah. And then you go to Patreon, donate $3 a month, and for $3 a month, you will get the bonus segments on this show, you will get the bonus episodes of Rocket With Your Card Out, my video game music podcast, and you will get all the podcasts we do in a handy catch-all feed and at a higher quality audio rate. And for $5 a month, you will also get a shout-out on the show on top of the other things we mentioned. So I got a shout-out to my two co-hosts here, as well as Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, Eric, and Nathan Cooper for, uh, again, helping justify uh, us doing this to our loved ones, <laughs> because I, yeah, <laughs> you know, sometimes when my wife watches this with me, she's like, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah, my my wife like watches it for a split second and then it stops. And it goes it goes on TikTok or some shit. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. that's 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 funny. That's exactly what Jess was doing. Was sitting there yeah. watch, or on TikTok yeah. while this was going on. And I had to tell her a few times, "Hey, can you lower it because I can't hear the vo- I can't hear the voices on this." <laughs> and then I was, uh. was when it was too loud for her because the fucking mix on the video on the movie sucked. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, probably YouTube's fault, but ultimately, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
Oh, so I guess that is everything. Check out our show notes, Patreon links in there, as well as uh, all of our uh, social media stuff. And until next time, trust the fungus. Petri Giganto. Sucker!